0: Heel Tough Blog Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome into this edition of the Heel Tough Blog Podcast. It is preview time. Anthony Pegnata and Josh Marlowe here with you as we get ready to preview the Tar Heels matchup with the defending national champions the Clemson Tigers. This will be the first time that the Tar Heels will play a number one ranked team since the 2015 season when they played the Clemson Tigers in the ACC championship game. Of course, everybody knows how that game turned out. 45-37 in favor of Clemson. Of course, you have the onside kick that will live in infamy as to, uh, you know, it's the ultimate question as to whether or not Carolina, if they recover that, goes down, scores and potentially ties the game, sends it into overtime. But,
1: we're we're not hurt over that. We
0: we've let that go. Let's let's just let people believe that we've let that go because we definitely still haven't. But uh, you know this will be your chance to get revenge. It's also the first time that Carolina will play a number one team in Chapel Hill since 1999 when they played then number one Florida State. That game did not go so well for the Tar Heels. A 42 to 10 win for the Florida State Seminoles. Tar Heels come in as a 28 and a half point underdog. I believe that line has slid back a little bit. I think it's now 25 and a half, but still a very big line against Carolina. Of course, that's probably a little reactionary after what happened against App State at home. The loss, 34 to 31. But Carolina's got to shake it off. You know, that's been the focus of the coaching staff. In the early uh, throughout the week especially early in the week during the press conferences and Mac Brown you know says look there's a lot of things that this team has to clean up but I think at this point you know Mac Brown still wants these guys to believe there's a chance that they can go in on Saturday and upset the Clemson Tigers
1: yeah I mean I hope so because he said in the off season that you know they're they, they want to beat Clemson and that's an expectation of this of these guys um look Saturday is a daunting task. You're playing a a whole different animal. This is the best team in college football. They've got the best quarterback, the best set of skill position players. They haven't missed a beat since winning the national title last year. Dabo Sweeney's got that thing rolling. Our best hope and prayer is this. Hey, you show up ready to play at 3.30 because we haven't done
0: that all year when we kick the ball off let's be ready to play well if this is if there's a game that you can get up for it's gotta yeah. be this one if you can't get up for this one I don't know how to help you I mean
1: but yeah. but B Clemson is prone to having one game every year that right. they are not ready to play because the opponent just isn't good or for whatever on reason. the
0: level that they they think you should take notice
1: and right so hopefully, Clemson looks at us coming off back-to-back losses to Wake Forest and Appalachian State, and were that team, and they for some reason they're not ready to go early. And Carolina can keep it a close game, and you pray Sam Howell makes a play late. In a weird world, I'm kind of glad that Carolina comes in this game two and two, because if this Carolina team came in undefeated, it was a really good chance that this college game they'd have been on campus for this game. Uh, yes. And that would have meant that, well, Clemson would have... well oh, this is a pretty big game. Clemson comes in ready to go, and, it, and there's potential for it to get ugly. Um, 3 kick. Um, so that maybe, like I said, hopefully Clemson sleepwalks. Trevor Lawrence hasn't been as good as we anticipated him being his second year. Right. But, you know, at some point he's going to find a rhythm in the offense, and he's going to be the Trevor Lawrence we saw last year who tore up uh, college football. Um... So, measuring stick for Saturday is really what Saturday is about. How much further do we have to go to get on a level where we can compete nationally? I think that's what we're going to learn Saturday is how how much further does Mac Brown got to take the program?
0: Right. Well, I mean, you mentioned the fact that Clemson always has that one game each year. Unfortunately, they won't be looking ahead because next week for them is a bye. So... Yeah, they won't. And 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 their next opponent is also Florida State. So I I don't know if there's a look ahead factor. I mean, maybe there is. I don't know. Florida State barely beat Louisville. So I mean, you take that for what it's worth. Um, I think you're right. You know, the what what they got to do. Trevor Lawrence has to have, you know, one of those types of games that we've seen early in the year where he struggles to throw the football a little bit. Um. You know, Travis Etienne. I I, I don't know. You know the, how they're going to stop him because let's be really honest, their run defense has been better, still not great. Um, it's it's going to be a tough test trying to slow him down. But I, I mean, look, Carolina. Really, the thing that has to happen is Carolina has to wreak havoc, turn this into one of those games where Clemson gets uncomfortable, which means you've got to force three, four five turnovers in order to turn this into the type of game that you can win Um, you know if if this if there's a time for this offense to grow up and become that juggernaut that we think they could possibly become late in the year or sometime next year this would be a great place to start put on one of those really great performances but ultimately I mean look you know I, I think you're right Measuring stick is a good way to phrase it. I think that if this team comes out, shows the type of fight that we've seen in every single game this year, which is a 60 minute game, at least give yourself a chance in the fourth quarter. Maybe it's not, it doesn't come down to the final drive, but at least with, you know, I would say 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, you still have a chance in the game where people would say, okay, if they, you know, if if they score, get a stop and score again, they have a chance. That's where I think you'd like to be at. Um, The other thing for Carolina in this game is, can you make it out healthy? Because, look, you've got a ton of injuries already, and now you're playing the most, one of, if not the most, physical team in the country. If you can get out still in relatively good health without any major starters going down in this game, I still think you would call it a win. But, um, you know, ultimately, I think this this is one of those games where, Believe it or not, with where the Toreros sit at, at at two and two, is this not more of a a kind of gauge for the fan base than it is for the team as well? Like you just come off a loss to Appalachian State, you're two and two, humongous underdog against a team in Clemson that, if we're being real honest, many people in this fan base probably don't feel we're gonna beat. What does how, how, does the fan base show up? Still support this team and still be loud to the point where it gives them at least a chance in this game against Clemson?
1: Yeah, um, you and I have had some discussions. I I, I do think the fans will show up. Um, you and I will be in attendance for the game. That's right. They um, so uh, they they showed up for Miami. They showed yes. up for Appalachian State. They did. All yeah. right. So I I think the fan base will have bought in uh, because mainly because of Mac Brown. I think it helps that you have late night with Roy the night before, so you have the holdover from that and the excitement building for the upcoming basketball season. But no, I mean, I, I, I you know, this is a measuring stick for, for the program, and I well what I told you for you know, and, and for us as fans, okay, well, this is where we're at. If we go out and lose by sixty, we got a long way to go. If we keep this game closer in the fourth quarter, okay, then we're we're still growing in the right direction. Um, I, I think the game plan. I, there's there's no. There's no conservative on Saturday if I'm Phil Longo, right? Like, you, you, no. you've got to pretty much say, this is what we're doing, whether we're going to sling it 50 times, which I'm on I'm the opinion I trust yeah. Sam Howell to do that. Let's go ahead right. and do it. Because you're, you're if, if you try to play conservative, this game will be over at halftime.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're... Basically, yeah, because we, we talked about this on, on the recap podcast for the App State game. It seems like they're really still trying to play with that mindset of keep ourselves in the game to win. I'm going to tell you, that's not going to happen against Clemson. Your, your mindset against Clemson has to be, let's come out, get off to a fast start, and make them realize, okay, we're in for a 60-minute game. This isn't going to be over at halftime. So, you know, I think you're right. What that means, does that mean take the reins off and let Sam Howell throw the ball 60 times in one game? Maybe that does. Maybe that means feeding Javante Williams the football 30 times in one game. I don't know what that is, but you've got to find out what it is early in the game. I would probably lean with the latter, or, or, or excuse me, not the latter, the prior, because um, I, I don't think that we're going to be able to run that easily on this Clemson team. But, I mean, here you, you've got it's like you said, you, you've got to have a great game offensively and just pray that your defense can make some stops along the way. Create those turnovers that you need. Cause some issues. And, and I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe it is able to happen. Um, you know, I, this is the other thing that I, I wanted to ask, him. we'll talk about it here for a few minutes. If, let's say that Carolina is able to somehow pull this huge upset over Clemson. What does this mean for this program?
1: Uh, it means that they're close to competing again nationally which is what we you know we want this is what Mac Brown had us before he left for Texas um, and I think that's what it is is that okay if we can find a way to win this game you know you're you're that close but then moving forward how does the team program handle success because they you know they start 2-0 then they lose two games that you know the Wake Forest loss isn't bad but losing at home to App State doesn't look yes, pretty good yes so that that's going to be the question because this arguably would be the biggest win in the history of the program. I don't um, think there's any debating that if you beat Clemson at home on Saturday. Name a bigger win in, in Tar Heel football history. I, I, For us, our biggest win is probably at Georgia Tech in 2015 as Tar Heel fans because that was what springboarded that, that fun 2015 year. Right. So that's you know that's what it is. Is Okay, you're you're, you're you're doing the right things off the field. Now you're doing some good things on the field. But how do you handle it? Um, and I, that's what, you know, I guess that's where we're going to be at, because that's what we look at Saturday, is how close are we with the athletes? We don't have half-athletes at, you know, Clemson-ass. You and I have raved since the staff got hired, this is the second best staff in the conference
0: Yeah, can we reel that in Back if, in for just a second If if, if Carolina's going to win on Saturday They're going to have to be that kind of staff Right, and they Good. have not been great Since the start um, They have had their bumps in the road as well yeah. As Mac Brown has said And, yes. and that was expected Because they've never worked together Right,
1: right And I don't think people understand That there's chemistry with the players But there's also chemistry with the
0: coaching staff Right, that was one of the big issues When you look back at why the defense Has struggled under Larry Fedora the staff was never the same year in and year out. You're, you changed your defensive back coach four straight seasons. How the hell do you expect these kids to be able to just adjust on the fly? And the, like you said, the staff, where you've got a new guy coming in that wants to play a different way in where whatever unit it is, defensive line, linebacker, back, defensive backfield, same thing on the offensive side of the ball. So yeah, I think you're definitely right. Um, you know I know that you've been one that hasn't been thrilled with the game plan that you've seen from Phil longo um, I, I mean you know I, I think that it's going to take some time but you know I I, I mean again you know th- t- we talk about taking time I, it's it's weird because I feel like you hear a lot from the fan base oh we're in this for the long run don't jump off the bandwagon but I think in a lot of people's minds you know they, they're they're really quick to criticize when something doesn't go the way they expect it to go. Yeah,
1: and look, that's why we we're on Twitter and all that, so we can we have our outlet. But no. <laughs> um this this is the game that Longo's gotta, you know, if we we say we trust Sam Howell. Okay. You you gotta trust him Saturday, because doing what you did against South Carolina, Miami is gonna get your ass blown out at home and with fans yeah. fans leaving in the third quarter if not sooner let 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 him we we know there's going to be lumps and he took one against app state i think the guy's got enough moxie to bounce back and be a confident guy and lead this team let him do it uh, you just take the reins off, cause that's the only way you're gonna win Saturday. You're gonna have to probably score in the in the 40s, if not 50s, if you want to win. Yeah, so, so I give would us into the latter. Give us 50. that kind of game plan. I want aggressiveness from word go. I don't want none of this. Well, let's
0: just tr- now come out and let's start throwing. And and let's run off the extension of the passing game. Yes, um, that was exactly what. I, let the passing game open up your running game. Don't force the running game like you've done at the start of every single game so far this year.
1: And if 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 you, if you've got a couple of trick plays up your sleeve, bring, bring them, them out. out. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's see what we got. Let Deami Brown throw that deep ball. Let's let's see who we can bring out that can create havoc against this Clemson team. Because you're right. I mean, if we're gonna to try to win, methodical football, run the ball down their throat, you know, maybe take, you know, open up the passing game at, at certain points throughout the game, hit a couple of deep passes, but the rest of the game, just focus on those short little dink and dunk complete. That is not gonna work. Not against this Clemson team. You've gotta create big plays that put this Clemson defense on their toes. And I, I you know, can they do it? I don't know. I think it's possible. We saw it early in the game against Miami, but we haven't really seen it outside of that. But if it's going to happen, you're right. It's It's got to happen this week. And you mentioned Sam Howell. I think if there's a kid that can do it, it's Sam Howell because the kid believes that he can do it himself. I'm not saying, look, the people that said that Sam Howell is better than Trevor Lawrence, you, you need to stop. You need to get the hell out of here because that is that is a wild A severely wild assumption. This kid beat Alabama in the national championship game by 28 points. Okay, this this kid, Trevor Lawrence is legit. This is the best quarterback prospect that they have had in an NFL draft, most people are saying probably since what? Definitely since luck.
1: Yes, yeah, since Andrew maybe even luck,
0: before him. Um going past
1: that, probably Peyton Manning. Yes,
0: I would say Peyton's um, probably where he's at. I mean, he is that good.
1: He's pro ready, if there ever was a pro ready quarterback right. in modern college
0: football, uh now. Um I mean, I understand he's turned the ball over a little bit, but is that not because like the coaching staff is just saying like this kid's a stud? Even if he does make mistakes, we've got a guy that could win the Heisman Trophy at running back as well. Let's open him up and see what he's got. I mean, they're in a they're in a spot. He has thrown five interceptions this year, and they have had one game that they have really you know had to worry about going into the third quarter. That was a And M. The other three games were done at halftime. So like, I, I don't. I mean. I'm not criticizing the kid that much. I, I, I can't do it because he's still the real deal. Could Sam Howell eventually end up being better than him? I I mean, who knows? I would say no, just because I mean Trevor Lawrence is the prototypical guy. I mean, has the huge frame, massive arm, can make every single throw. I mean, I think Sam Howell, you know, will definitely be a guy that could eventually find himself selected in the first round of the NFL draft if he projects the way that many probably will think he will, but come on, man, Trevor Lawrence is a rare breed. Like it to say that is just you're you're re- you're really reaching if you're a Tar Heel fan, right? So I, I mean, I don't know. Do we 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 we've kind of given our keys to the game? I mean, what how many keys to the game really are there? I mean, I think at this point, like it's to me, it's it's you 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 got to get Clemson in their own heads, making mistakes. And really on your end, you've got to believe that you have a chance in this game. Other than that, I don't really know if there's any keys to that. I mean, what what kind of keys can you do? I mean, you could say protect the quarterback, but this is an offensive line that as of right now, if we're saying that Charlie Heck is out, we'll be starting, you know, only one guy that has a start before this season. Every one of them will be at least, you know, either a sophomore or a freshman. Against the defensive line that will probably put all four guys in the NFL.
1: Yeah, at some you, point y- you got a hope from some divine intervention from the football God Saturday. Yes, X and the an O's. Clemson is better than you. Unless um, it's, it's like you said, you a you've got to believe in yourself. And we've talked about if there's if there's a couple coaches in football that can make That's me right. believe that I can get up and go beat Clemson. Mack Brown seems to one be a us. guy that could get you up to go yes. try to beat the number one team in the country. Um, you got to hope that, you know, Clemson isn't who they normally are on Saturdays. And you got to do the little things well that you haven't done all year, which is uh, protect the football, cause turnovers, um, be good on third down on offense and defense means getting off the field. Um, and that that's really it. This game figures if you're going to win, it's going to be a shootout. So Sam Howell's got to be exceptional. Um and you 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 you've got to make plays, and the you know you got, receivers got to find grass, all that, you know, all the stuff we've talked about. They've got to do, but at an even higher level than they've done so far. Yes, because it's not you know, it's it's going to take. I don't believe that uh, the whole
0: 110 percent thing. It's going to take hundred ten percent to win Saturday. I, I think it might take 100, 120, 130 <laughs> to win on Saturday. Um, it's going to take a little extra. So yeah, um. So I mean, game predictions. You know, I, 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 you know, I hate to do di- this. This will be the first time that w- this will be a consensus uh, selection of we're probably going to lose. I think, I, I think we go down. I think we go down fighting. I'll tell you that much. I think, the, you know, Clemson. Look, there's, there's just, there's so much on this team. I mean, the athletes. Mainly, I mean, you look at the offensive side of the football. I mean, if the passing game isn't there, you've got arguably one of the, the, the two or three best running backs in college football right there in ETN. Uh, you know, their defense just absolutely loaded still. I mean, their secondary, you talked about it early in the year when we saw them play, Was it was it – a and m that you said their secondary looks a lot better than you thought that was the area that was the biggest question about their defense because let's be real honest their defensive line is just a machine now they're rolling guys in and out linebacking core is going to be fine look i think carolina makes it interesting for a while but i think clemson's just got way too much i'll go 42 28 clemson over carolina
1: yeah um I think Clemson wins. This was the, the one home loss had us. So the, my, my bold prediction goes out the window. There you go. And I'm wrong. Um, I think Clemson wins. I think they win 56-31. I'm with you. I think Carolina has it. Still a game middle of the third quarter. But by then, there's, there's too much of, of, of what Clemson has. Wears us down on both sides of the ball, and they pull away for another victory. Um, but, I, you know, I think I think we'll – Learn some stuff. There will be some good positives we'll take away and some negatives we've got to work on. But, I mean, look, we we knew going into this when we saw them on the schedule, this was probably as much as an L as as we knew entering the year. That's
0: why we were hoping that App State game was a win. Because, I mean, like you said, and strangely enough, I mean, if they they have won the game against App State, you said there's a chance game day could have been there. I don't know about that. I think they probably still would have leaned – um, the Nebraska game against Ohio State, mainly just because of the environment, the history with Nebraska. But, I mean, there was definitely still a chance. Um, you know, I, I, I told the guy, you know, that was in the section that we, I was sitting on Saturday, honestly, you know, the loss to Wake Forest wasn't the worst thing because, yeah, as you mentioned, if this team comes in 4-0, did, did that game not have a feel like if you projected ahead to 4-0? of the game a few years ago where Vanderbilt came in 4-0 against Alabama got destroyed and didn't win a game the rest of the year so you know hopefully you know Carolina you know can can show some things show some fight Against it, you know, easily. In my opinion, I think they're the best team in the country. I think they're, you know, if you want to make arguments for Alabama, go ahead. Uh, I think Clemson has proven right now that they can't be taken off that out of that number one spot, um, unless they lose a game somewhere. Because right now they are just continuing to dominate people. So I I give the edge to Clemson there. It's going to be a tough game, Um, but I mean, is there anybody that you think? You know, is, this, is a standout player. I mean, Sam Howell's the easy one to go to, but is there anybody else that maybe you think steps up and, and, and has a big game on Saturday that we'll be talking about on the recap podcast or will be trending up in the stock report? Uh, I think if,
1: offensively, I'd probably go. As much as we talk about the, the, the passing game, uh, Javante Williams would probably play a factor. Not of a Carolina, bad option, yeah. If Carolina tries to win. Uh, defensively, um, Chassarad uh maybe okay. maybe, maybe okay. he
0: okay quiet week against app state yeah. only two tackles but yeah other than that he's looked really good all year okay okay um i, I would say offensively i i'm, I'm going to surprise people i thought the most consistent receiver against app state and the guy that really just caught everything that went as well. I think Bo Corrales is going to have a good game. He, he really played well against App State. Caught everything that he needed to. Really looks like he might be the most reliable hands on the team, mainly because I feel like, you know, Diami Brown, you know, after the first two games of the season, I think people realized, okay, this kid's pretty good. We, we have to make sure that we can prevent him from getting open as easily. Um, so I think, you know, Bo Corrales is that guy that we'll be talking about. <sighs> And then defensively, um, I mean, Aaron Crawford I feel like is an easy one to go with. But, I mean, he's had such a great start to the year. I think that, you know, he's a guy that's going to pop up a couple of times because he'll get in the backfield and make a few stops. On uh, on Travis Etienne, but you know I, I think one of the other guys to keep an eye on in, in this game that people will be talking about, I think is going to be Trey Morrison. It's it's time to step up. He's got to start doing something. And against the, this wide receiving core, if there's a time to step up and start making plays, it's now. I think Trey Morrison comes out, steps up to the plate, and has a pretty solid game. But as we said, it, it's going to be a tough game all around. If they, you know, if, if one or two guys have a good performance. Clemson's going to be able to attack someone else because there's just so much talent everywhere. So, um, Of course, we'll have the recap for you guys. Um, we'll have the article up on the website, www.heeltoughblog.com. That's where you can check out everything. Make sure you scroll down to the bottom of the page and subscribe to it says subscribe to the newsletter. I'm going to go home and fix that. Uh, Make sure you scroll down. You can subscribe to all the articles. We're going to send them directly to your inbox, so you'll get every article. All you have to do is download the Wix.com app, which is pretty simple. You don't have to pay for it. You go on. Once you download it, you'll be able to read every article the minute that it comes out because it's sent right to your inbox. So that's a great feature, so you guys don't miss anything. And so that's how you know. W- let's go over how it works again with the uh, w- with the weekly thing. I think this will be the last week that I'll do this. So you'll have the recap of the game, which will come out right after the game ends on Saturday. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll probably stay up there, get that knocked out for you guys, and then we'll have uh, the stock report, which will come out Sunday or Monday. Usually, it leans more Monday. We'll have the trench report, which comes out Tuesday, and then we start it all over. With the preview for the next week, of course, the Clemson preview will be coming out. Uh, is actually out r- right now, um, but it usually comes out on Friday morning. So make sure that you guys check those previews, recaps, stock reports, and trench reports out, so that you make sure you can keep up with everything going on with the Tar Heels. Um, before we get out of here, the last thing that I did want to touch on really quickly was recruiting. You did have the decommitment of three-star athlete Lemarian James. Um, kind of a shocker because he was one of the more vocal recruits. Actually, might have been the most vocal recruit amongst the Tar Heels 2020 class trying to recruit players to Carolina. Um, his his decommitment's kind of a weird one though. Many people feel like the reason that he did decommit. Well, there's two reasons. One is that he wants to go with Keandre Lambert, the four-star wide receiver from Mori High School, uh, also out of the state of Virginia. So. I think that's one of the big reasons he might have decommitted just to see where he's gonna go and then if Lambert decides to commit to Carolina he could recommit there with him or if he goes elsewhere they would be a package deal. The other thing that a lot of people are thinking is that he does want to play the offensive side of the ball. Carolina was really looking at him more at cornerback mainly because it's a position of need and the other reason is because Dre Bly has been the guy that's been recruiting him which makes sense considering that Dre Dre Bly recruits that Chesapeake uh, that that uh, Tidewater area of Virginia um, so well, so I, I think you know he, he might be looking elsewhere for those reasons. But you never really know. I don't think he's a guy that's completely taking Carolina off of the table just yet. So that might give you guys a little hope, but. Even if he does go elsewhere, Carolina's class still 22 strong, ranked 19th in the 24/7 composite team rankings, and also still in really, really good standing with 2025-star side defensive end Desmond Evans. Um, he is, you know, was on campus again this weekend. I uh, still, I believe, to this point, Carolina is still the only campus that he has been to. So at this point. Carolina is the heavy favorite. It just continues to get strengthened every time he comes on campus, and that's something that Carolina fans should be very encouraged about. If you want to know a little bit more about Desmond Evans, make sure you go to Heeltoughblog.com. Go underneath the Scouting Reports tab, and that's where you can find His scouting report, it's him and Jaden Chalmers went there this past Friday to check out both of those guys. Both guys had great performances, so go read about that. Some of the other guys that stood out as well, some potential names to keep an eye on going forward. Later on in this class, maybe as a preferred walk-on in the running back, Larry Baldwin. And then maybe in future years, Tyreek. mckindle who had a fantastic game he's a sophomore 2022 class keep an eye on him to potentially get an offer down the line so um, a lot of great stuff for you guys to read on the heel tough blog website and there is something big coming to the heel tough blog website that we will announce very soon Uh, So keep an eye out for that so that's going to do it for this preview edition of the podcast make sure that you go to wherever you listen to this podcast, and rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, radio.com, anywhere you get podcasts. The Heel Up blog podcast is there. Make sure that you guys go and rate, review, subscribe for us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, you know, We always love the... Uh, we. we can take the criticism, but we love the praise as well. So make sure that you guys leave a little bit of both for us. So uh, once again, want to thank you guys for listening. For Josh, for Anthony, we say so long, and we will see you guys next week after the Clemson game. Remember, as always, Go Tar Heels!